Welcome to the podcast today, gents. How are yous? Very well. Good. Welcome back, Dirty Mike and Asher. I'm Glenn James. I host another podcast called My Millennial Money. These guys, Mark, Michael, your day job is a whatever. What do you do? Drafty. Drafty. <laughs> yeah. Last episode, he was an architectural <laughs> designer. But it's, there's many names, many hats I wear. And Same thing. Asher's in retail and does a bit of voiceover stuff on the side. That's it. Love it. So we're reviewing today a 2015 Volkswagen Golf. <laughs> yeah, it does is good. Yeah, it does. Uh, so it's your wife's daily, is that right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what we're doing first, we're just running through all the cars that are in our world. And yeah. then <laughs> ones we have easy access to. Yeah, and then if you want to bring a car up to the New South Wales Central Coast or have a suggestion, we're happy to Take it around the block, and we're currently looking for VT Commodores, <laughs> yes. as many as possible. Oh. Potentially the three hundred four. Yeah, <laughs> or I'll also review boats on these podcasts. If, <laughs> yeah. if you've got an AU Falcon, okay. <laughs> uh, bring it in. So, I guess what's the story behind the Golf? Why did you guys buy it? Um. So before we had this Golf, we had another Golf GTI. We had like a two thousand eight Mark V Golf GTI. And the reason I got that was that I at the time had a boring car and I wanted something that was somewhat interesting. Ended up buying this Golf. What and was then, the boring car? Um, what was it? I think I had like a Subaru Liberty or uh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Or no, I think it actually it might have been I had a Supra at the time that just never uh, yeah. never worked. So <laughs> I wanted a car that could go moderately fast. Did the Supra never work because people have been dicking around with it for f- 14 years because Toyota's <laughs> usually work. <laughs> Longer no, than that. Yeah. yeah, it was a 91 Super. Oh, and it was, Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> that reason. I think the fuel pump always had issues and when I investigated what it was, someone had literally just hardwired the fuel pump to the battery. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so... It was the, the GTI was kind of we've got to get something decent. We're I need something that I know will you know start when I turn the key. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it's also moderately fun to drive and yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, I bought this Golf. Yeah, yeah, and yeah yeah. Uh, that's German. And yeah, everything's been uh, fantastic then. Yeah. Um, and then I had that for a little bit, and at the time my wife needed a new car as well, so I thought, okay, I'll get myself a newer car, mm. and she can have the GTI. Um, so since then, she's always driven a GTI. And then when it came to buy a new car, because the Mark V was getting a little bit older and I didn't want to sort of sell mm. it too late and not make much money from it, <laughs> um, we bought uh, a new GTI. So the current one that you've got at the moment, new to you. 2000, new to you. New to me, yep. sorry. Yeah. 2015 GTI. It is the automatic... Oh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually a DSG. Oh, how's that work? Yeah. Oh, so... It can be automatic, <laughs> so, but it also can not be. Right. So, it's an automatic, yeah. essentially. But under the gearbox, these DSGs, they're basically set up like a manual gearbox. Yeah, they have two clutches in them, and yeah. the way they shift is exactly how a manual car shifts. It's just that everything is done for you. So you can just pull a paddle, and then you go to the next gear. Do you remember that um, 2012 Focus I had, mm. and the gearbox just had nothing but trouble with yeah. it? Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, the like, like the DSG. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no troubles. Unless, um, uh, yeah. So running a bit of a spot check, mm-hmm. um, looking on Redbook, you know, average Ks, 80 to 130K. You can pick them up for, you know, they're saying private guide, maybe 22 grand. Uh, trade-in wholesale price, 18 grand, up to 18. So between 19 and 22. Trade-in 15 to 18. 
Price went new, they were a 45 grand car. Mm. So it's almost the same as a Prius. Yeah. Yeah. And same driving experience as mine. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, uh, I'm just looking on car sales. Imagine you bought a Prius over a GTI. Well, everyone who bought a Prius bought one over a GTI. Wow. They could have had a GTI. Everyone that bought any car could have bought another car. Could have bought another car. And they've chosen that car over a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm just having a look at car sales. Um, we're just doing a spot check on prices and we'll just do a hatch because it's probably worth noting that Ash's car is a hatch. Yeah, not the wagon. They are considerably more. Yeah, so how many Ks on your GTI? Mm, 40,000. Oh, so it's got low Ks. Yeah, it's super low Ks for its age. It's a mm. boy. Well, so there's a 2015 out of uh, Victoria Ugh. with 60,000 Ks mm-hmm. for $11,000. Is that wow. breaking your heart? Eleven thousand yeah. dollars. There's a two thousand and sixty thousand Ks. Yeah, out of Victoria. Yeah, a Golf GTI. Um, that sounds like a scam. Actually, sorry, nope. Okay, that was regular that was golf. Just the regular. It's got to be one of those ninety TSI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TDI. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you. Because <laughs> it was about to break yeah. my heart. It was about no, to, also yeah. we were about to go to Victoria. Yeah, go buy a GTI. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, let's go price low to high. Yeah, so there's one here with 146,000 Ks, GTI for 23. Mm. Uh, there's another one here, 125 Ks for 23 as well. Another one for 23. So early 20s can get you into a GTI. Just crazy because we spent like, we paid like 27 for ours nice. and it had 32,000 Ks yeah. or something on it. Yeah, there's one here for, with 80 K on it for 26. And it's still golden. Yeah. Yeah, there's one. Sell it. Get another one. <laughs> Want to buy it? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll trade you the Prius for it. It's yes. funny because like we all know with cars, in the main, we're not buying these things to make money. No. So you always take a bath on a car purchase. Yeah, you always. just try and minimize your bath. So there's one here, um, 2015 Series 7 that you've got, mm-hmm. a manual with 80,000 Ks for 30 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Manual's charging a premium. So there's a huge, um, yeah, there's there's another one here with 50,000 Ks for 30 grand, 31 grand. So there's a big price sort of gap. Yeah. I just dropped my phone. Can you grab that dirty mic? So what are your preconceived (laughs) ideas before you hop in the golf mic? Hmm... Definitely a lot of, I guess a lot of feel through the suspension is what I'm expecting. Enough pickup to get me into some trouble. So enough, enough power. I guess probably a lot of understeer and potentially a lot of traction control kicking in. Especially today, it's nice and wet. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, just a comfortable sporty hatch. I don't know how you would describe that better. Like... Just like a yeah, a go kart that runs from the front, yeah, <laughs> instead of the back. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think I'm. There's a word that is going to come to mind before I hop in the GTI, and it's it's going to feel tight. Yeah, I think because that's the thing. Like the Golf GTI, they've been making them 
Asher, how long? Since like uh, be like nineties. Oh no, seventies. 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 So they've had so long to perfect what they're doing. They're the originators of the, I guess the whole hot the, hatch segment. Yeah, the tied phrase "hot hatch" because of the GTI. Is because yeah. of the like the rabbit, the GTI, all that stuff. Yeah. So I would imagine, and they're continue like it's not as though it's played out. They're still successful selling cars. So I would imagine that it is everything that I expect it to be without having over sort of... I, I drove um, your mate's... Well, I got a ride in oh, the Daniels. R, Daniel's R, R yeah. Golf R yep. around the track. That was that was impressive. Um, but he's, he's hotted that up a fair bit, at least the last time I was in it. Yeah, I think you're going to get that... Quintus is that quintessential? Is that the word? Mm-hmm. It's uh, a word. It's a word, and I'll use it. It may be the word. <laughs> um, Euro feeling. It's tight. It's solid. Because you've got to remember, guys, these Europeans, they're designed to go up to 180 k's an hour just yeah. going down to yep. visit Nan. And yep. this is a new one, too, as well. It's not going to be tight and mm. things aren't going to break. Yeah. Well, let's go and uh, jump in it. And we'll come back. What did you pay for it again? Sorry. Uh, it was like 27. Yeah, 27, like 27. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably held its value in the last couple. How long have you had yeah, it? You got a deal. Uh, we got it uh, earlier this year. Oh, okay. So it's in like February. Yeah, you're probably like reasonable, I guess. Yeah. And I, mean, I bought it as an investment because, you know, <laughs> they're going to go up. You never see them anymore. <laughs> okay, okay, mate. It's uh, the last of the, the good ones. Yeah, this yeah. is a G- GTTI and they made a spelling mistake. <laughs> Jeez, That's okay. really rare. All right, well, let's go and take this uh, golf for a spinneroo and we'll be back to review it. Driving the GTI, it's great. The seats are real comfy and hug you, so you can sort of push through corners a little bit better, um, you know, enjoy the car's capabilities a lot better. Great pickup. Takes off real well. I found it's a wet day today, so I found it's sort of sliding, you know, sliding a little bit or losing traction a little bit around some of these roundabouts not in a dangerous way only because i'm putting the foot down to the floor but real linear power band as well which is fun um sort of the turbos of the engine don't catch you by surprise it's it's a real fun little car i don't it doesn't understeer like i thought it might actually there it just understeered just a tiny tiny bit but not dangerous it's not a problem like I said, it's a wet, greasy day, so it's fine. Yeah, interior is great, nice and comfy. It's a nice new car. These seats are, I love these seats. Um, very comfortable, can see a lot in through, a lot of good visibility. The Euro indicators and stuff, being that the indicators and wipers are on opposite sides, takes a little bit getting used to. It's doing a bit of a skid there cutting across traffic great great speed look at that feel that pickup definitely traction loss there on a straight line but again the the nanny controls definitely keep it safe and and i'm not worried at all great uh entertainment system so all sort of the the nav and the phone and playing the media like stuff through the media player looks great um, standard Volkswagen stuff at this point, but with the GTI, it's sort of the top of the line stuff. So, you know, you're going to get all the, all the best stuff in the GTI. Yeah, excellent. The idea with a car with a bit more pickup is that you can um, 
sort of get yourself out of trouble if you find yourself in it. Um, put your foot down and sort of, if you pull out on somebody, if you put your foot down, you can maybe get out of it a little bit more quickly and um, definitely, um, yeah, pull away from cars a bit more easily if you make a mistake. The brakes I find are a little bit touchy uh, for just a regular streetcar, but I'm sure you would get used to that over time. I'm already getting used to it. I just got out of the Prius, so it's, um, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot different to the Prius, and that's probably why I find the braking a bit touchy at this point. But like I said, I'm already getting used to it, so it's great. Definitely a great daily driver. The comfort level as well, just on some of the, some of the roads we had, um, coming out, a few potholes, just glided straight over. It wasn't a harsh ride, even though it's a sporty car. Um, Asha was saying there's a few different suspension um, modes, which means you know you can have um, a stiffer suspension or a more comfortable suspension, which means that it's more compliant on crappier roads. But if you wanted to sort of scoot across on some better roads, it probably feels a lot better. Going over this speed hump now. Let's see how we go. Yeah, standard height, enough room to get over speed bumps without sort of negotiating them, um, as you would with like a, a sportier car, maybe. Shivers. The first thing I noticed about this GTI is how responsive the braking is. It feels awesome. All right. Jeez. It just feels like I'm only up to 50k an hour and it just wants to take off straight away. It feels like the bucket seats are just amazing. Uh, oh, the brakes. They grip. It sounds awesome. The steering is just so responsive. It feels tight. The steering's... I would have actually liked the steering a little bit feeling tighter. I mean, I've come out of a Volvo. Um... But this is a lot of fun. Um, I, st I actually still can't believe how um, sticky the brakes are. The ride's pretty good as well. I put my boot into it. It's got a lot of go. It's a little pocket rocket, this thing. All right, foot down, foot to the floor. Oh, spinning, it's a bit wet. Oh, traction control. There is just so much power that it doesn't know where to go. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> I just still can't get over how fast it pulls up. Oh, what a hoot. The steering is responsive. 
I can see why guys love these when they get into them and they just want another one. Uh, I want to go and buy one tomorrow. So much fun. The interior, yeah, it's it's a glorified two-seater. There's not much room out the back. Um, but it feels good. The visibility feels a bit weird. Um, but it's probably because I'm not used to it. I like the sawn-off steering wheel. That's pretty cool. There is way too much power in this car in the wet, particularly being a front-wheel drive. Well, we've just got back after taking Ash's 2015 GTI for a spin. <laughs> what one word, Mike, that you would describe it? Mm, one word. That was two words. Capable. Capable. Yes. My one word is wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Are you, are you going to get... Are you looking for a GTI now, Glenn? I think so. <laughs> I mean... They're, they're pretty incredible. It's just... Yeah. I, I was just so... The leather a, seats, Asher. Is that a common in the, that Mark GTI? Uh, Do they the, come out in, in cloth much? In the Mark 7? Uh, yeah, the leather seats are way more popular than the cloth ones. I yeah. prefer the cloth uh, tartan really? seats. Yeah, yeah. Just because I prefer cloth in general. Yeah. And it weighs less than leather. And yeah, whatever. yeah. Uh, it's just... The seats were great. I thought the seats were great. Like, just the right amount of bolstering for a daily, but enough to keep you in the yeah, seat. Yeah, so they're so full can, bucket seat. Yeah. Basically, well, yeah. 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 They're, they're an aggressive seat. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just think it is just... Wow. I, I, I'm speechless. With <laughs> how <laughs> well, I, fun it is, yeah. how much it hammered. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think, like... So the seats in particular, they they have they hold you as much as the car is capable of. So some cars the seats are too spongy, and so if you're trying to take a corner maybe a little bit too quick, they don't hold you in position. So you're sliding out of the seat while the car is still maintaining traction, it's still a safe corner for the car, but you slide out of your seat. Whereas these seats, I was taking some corners pretty aggressively. Um, and the seats were holding me there while the car was still being capable yep. enough. So, like, it's... I mean, this is where we're starting to get a little bit car nerdy, is that, like, the seats are just as capable as the car, and therefore that increases your enjoyment of driving it rather than having you slide out of your seat and being like, freaking damn it, like, yeah, yeah. trying to get your bum planted and... Yeah, that's right. So, acceleration, we've given it an 8 out of 10 across the board. Yeah, I, th I think... Yeah, it it doesn't, and I think it doesn't blow your socks off, but it's certainly a lot. So yeah, it's not yeah. like wow, this thing is very quick, but it's certainly this car is quick. It's, it's like not, for the average person, it's yeah. okay. This is a different level of power. This is for a, 
Vicano's like, car. Yeah, Vicano's like you and I. Yeah. It's like, huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's enough. And that's the thing. It's like, it's, again, for a street car, it's enough to get you out of trouble if you make a bad decision. Or enough to get you in trouble. It, enough to get you in trouble. Decision. But I mean, it's such a capable car. Like, it, it, you, I never felt like I was in trouble. Obviously, I didn't push it too hard. And it doesn't feel as low as what it is. No, yeah. as well. Mm. Uh, because when I had the Lexus RC350, yep. it was actually a pain in the ass low to yeah. get into and or get out of. Yeah. Every time I got out of it, I'm like, oh, I'm too old for this rubbish. <laughs> yeah. It still feels like a regular hatchback. Yeah. yeah. It's just that like the, the biggest thing for me when I f- bought the first GTI and when I bought this one as well was that the driving position was just so good. Yeah. Mm. It's that yep. the seat can get, if you want, the seat can get really, really low. Steering wheel comes really far out towards you and you can yep. sort of... As soon as you get in it, it feels well, like you're ready to go. Just on that, to uh, visibility, Asher and myself, we've given it a six because I think it's a bit chunky mm. to look out of. Like it's, yep. it. Mike gave it an eight. I mean, you're a bit taller than I don't know if you got a better view from. Uh, well, I, I thought it. Well, I thought it had, like, because nowadays with the bigger like. Cars are getting chunkier A-pillars. So the, the bit of material, the bit of metal on the outside that's around the windscreen and the door and the front doors, they're getting bigger and bigger for more and more safety. Mm-hmm. And I felt like for a, for a newish car, like it's not that old, it's a newish car, I thought that those pillars allowed me to see everything that I needed to see. It wasn't impairing my vision They've at all. they also got that safety triangle with a little window. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and this at the at the back and at at the at the side windows with the mirrors and stuff, I felt like I could see it's got a more than camera enough. as well. The for, camera and the yeah. sensors, all that type of stuff. Um, I think what we're all, all most impressed about, to a fault, was the brakes. Yeah, I gave it a ten. Well, see, Glenn yeah. loved them. I, they took a bit of. Oh, getting, I, I wouldn't say like I was just. Well, that's a ten. Shocked. Yeah, like just in terms of yeah, ten. It's like they're just. Faultless. Yeah. Well, see, I would, I would say they're too good. Yeah, because they are touchy. So driving it around, it took me about five minutes to get used to. But just as I was reversing it and trying to get it back, at, like out onto the road, I was like jerking the car a little bit, touching the brakes, and they were quite <laughs> stiff. <laughs> <laughs> jerking yeah. the car. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was like if you're cruising down. 40k an hour and you even just think of braking it will pick up that you've thought about it and throw yeah. you through the windscreen that's absolutely yeah. yeah and that's where you get with a with a hot hatch with a sporty car you get that sporty response but i think volkswagen have done the right thing there by i wouldn't say they've overbraked the car but the brakes are just as important as the handling yeah. and the acceleration because i mean if you want to go fast you want to make sure you can come they're, to a they're stop confident well. in, inspiring yeah mm-hmm. uh steering uh, you guys threw it an eight. I threw it a nine. It's responsive for what it is. Yeah. The turning circle's pretty good for a front wheel drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was no detractors. No. I would yeah. say I like the steering wheel. I like the shape. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a bit of fun. The thing I like about the steering the most is that it's um, got like an uh, not an adaptive sort of ratio, but basically, if you want to go lock to lock, it's only one and a half turns. Yeah, nice. Because it's all electric steering. Yeah. So yeah, the slower you are, the more the steering responds, and the faster you're going, the more it weights up. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I did like the weight of it too, especially at just at street speed, like 60, 70 k. Yeah. It just. It felt, and that's the thing with like the quality of the comfort as well as the like steering wheel is a 
comfort and safety aspect of a car. Totally. And so it, it feels a bit heavier, not to the point where you'll get sore, but enough it feels like a quality thing rather than, say, like a, a cheaper car. It's just a lot lighter and you don't. it doesn't inspire much confidence. Yeah. yeah I they don't, Like, yes, I gave it a nine, but the one thing I didn't like about... So a nine for what it was, yeah. awesome in the car. I drive a Volvo S60 as my daily... That's the heavy Euro. I would have thought there would be more heavy Euro feel to the GTI. Mm. I mean, part of it is the car only weighs just over 1,300 kilos. Right. But also, because it's all electric steering and there are different steering modes, if you go into, say, the sport option or something, not only do you get like stiffer suspension and more um, sensitive acceleration and everything, you also get heavier steering. So, right. And I, okay. I found when driving it hard on the track and stuff like that is that it does weight up a lot when you're in corners. Like when you want it to weight up, it does weight up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Re- really liked it. Have you had to spend any money on anything? Um, well, no. Like we got it with relatively low Ks um, and I have a like a personal friend who works at like a European specialist sort of yeah. place and um, that does all the That's servicing. the hookup. Yeah, and the one thing I would say about GTIs in general, or really any car that comes with this same engine that the GTI comes with, is that they're just notorious for burning. They're just notorious for burning oil. Right. Yeah, the Volvo is getting like that as well. But this will be like, it's a known issue from new. Like, they will chew through like half a litre of oil, you know. This every- is regular driving? Yeah, just yeah, regular, not right. even hard driving. It'll chew through like half a litre of oil every couple of months or something. It's not uncommon for the oil light to pop up well before a service period is yeah, coming yeah. up. So it's, I mean, it's just one of the things that comes with having a, an engine that's working or can work really, really hard for you. Yeah. But um, just put some oil in the, in the boot, wait for the oil light to come on, top it up. The, uh, the second problem is also the type of oil it uses. It uses like 5W30 oil, which is generally the really expensive. The most expensive one. Yeah. Super ex- synthetic stuff, yeah. Uh, so the ride and suspension and the cabin noise, we all kind of scattered eight to nines through that. So yeah. no surprises there, I guess. Uh, the perceived safety, I've put seven. Um, and I think for me, just because it it's quite low and that can be a bit of a safety issue if the bull bar comes through the front <laughs> window, I don't know. Yeah, um, if the Prado comes comes towards you. Yeah, my Prado freaking T-bones you. Probably not <laughs> as safe as what you would have liked. Yeah. Uh, interior quality and comfort. I mean, for me, I think we all gave it an eight. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was solid. No uh, detractors there. Like that's, it, everything that's that sort of hand height is sort of either soft touch material yeah. or leather, heated seats, I, whole I, bit. And I think it's like one of those things. You'd really have to be splitting hairs mm. to give this thing anything under an eight. Like I think so. And and like then really you'd really have hairs. to spend a lot more money to start getting a nine. Like you'd have to get like an AMG or an M series. Or the series. R even. The R or, the, or, the, or the, yeah. the M series yeah. BMW. And then it's sort of like, like a Golf R is questionably maybe not as fun to drive because mm. it's yeah. so capable. And The only, I think, downside to the car... It's a glorified two-seater. Like, well, it depends. Like, most cars for me are two-seaters. Yeah, but you're really tall. I'm free. Yeah. So, most cars i found, uh, when I'm in my driving position, it's the back seat's almost useless um, unless you start getting to things like a Prado or, um, you know, a big four-wheel drive or a big ute. 
mm-hmm. where the seating position is more upright. If the seating position is more laid down, like a sports car or something like that, or a sedan, that's when I need to stretch my legs out and then sort of the back seat. So things like hatchbacks, they're compact cars. That's yeah, what they they're are. called. However, my focus that I had, mm-hmm. yeah, that had a crap load of room. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was yeah. a bigger car. Um, it's like with the GTI, you could you could you can get two adults in the back. Yeah, and they'd probably be happy for a half hour trip. Yeah, but <laughs> don't for go to an Brisbane hour, from hour and a half or something. Like yeah. that, yeah, you'd have to really be good friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess the aggregate scores, uh, Asher and Mike gave it an eight. Mine was eight point one one. I'm just ever the champion of an, a car, aren't I? I'll just always <laughs> give are. the just benefit of the doubt. Everything's great. You're yeah. all winners. You're yeah. great. <laughs> uh, Melina and I had a golf. <laughs> you're, you're, you're great. You're great cars. Great cars. Uh, so the, I guess the aggregate score through the three of us, 8.04 out of 10, which I'm probably happy with. I think that ends yeah. up being um, about right. If it was under eight, I'd probably veto it and yeah. bump it to an eight. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it definitely was. And I think the reason it gets there is that even if you're just the average sort of car purchaser, you will notice a lot of the things we're talking about. Like yeah. you get it and be like, okay, I see exactly what you mean with the acceleration, the brakes, the steering yeah. material. Like it's all And we haven't even touched evident. on, um, you know, usability, like the tech in them. They're just so user centric. Yeah. Like it's not, it's just nice. The Volkswagen... Entertainment. System I believe it's Volkswagen. 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 Their um their infotainment system is the same throughout almost all their cars, so it's it's very good. Yeah. Because they it gets tested in all their platforms. So just because it's the people's car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I guess my only like this is a podcast is reviewing secondhand cars as a general rule of thumb. The older the car, the less I want European. The older the car, the more I want Japanese. Just from a interesting. price fixing point of view. In terms, yeah, I would say, and I would say um, longevity. Mm. I would say just in terms of maintenance costs. Yeah, like that's what I mean, you got at. the hookup at the Euro place, but I would say in terms of like just the engineering that goes into some European cars is over the top silly and therefore you pay yeah. a premium to get your brake pads done. It's like, why does this cost $500 more than a Camry? Yeah. And it's because like, cause we got it slightly different and it costs yeah. a whole bunch And we had to well, get some unicorn tears in. To yeah, we had to take out it. the strut to get to the brake pads. It's like, okay, like, yeah. don't worry. Like, don't do that, Mercedes <laughs> And I think that's the only reason I'm comfortable buying older Euro cars yeah. is because I know if something goes wrong... Only be up for like fifty grand yeah. instead of like sixty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's so okay? So just on that, like, if you wanted something that was a bit of a hot hatch from Asia, yep. What are you going like a, a Nissan? You got to go Corolla. Oh, Corolla. Oh. Yeah. For, for uh, what what year are we talking? Depending on the know. year model, really. Fifteen. Fifteen tr- Corolla Triple S or something. No, nah, the Nissans no, fit and finish. Now. They're yeah. they're done. Nissan are done. Yeah. It's funny. A lot of the the Corollas actually have really sort of nice high revving four-cylinder engines out of them. They just don't market them as hot hatches. They just no. have a Corolla that may be, you know, the SX or, you know... The 11. There's a lot of 11 or something like that. Yeah. Um, they're fun to drive. I would say sort of the sweet spot is like a lot of Fords. Like, so you've got like the uh, Fiesta, sorry, yeah, Fiesta, XR4. Focus. There's a Focus. There's the ST line of Focuses, yeah. XR5 and stuff. Yeah. They're sort of Euro... 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, a Mark V GTI from like 2007 or something. That's the Golf is a different Euro because yeah. there are so many. Mm. Those sort of worrying features about a Euro car still come into play with a Golf, but not as much as other European cars. Like a Saab. <laughs> a Saab, yeah. I mean, you you need to get the the, the manual for that because you'll be doing it yourself. Oh, God, I want a Saab so bad. Do you? I do. Turbo. Hey, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and answer a question from Ashley. 10% of today's podcast is brought to you by Ethanol. All right, Ashley Capicciano. I don't know how to pronounce your surname, sorry. Um, You've got to use your hands more when you pronounce yeah, sorry. that surname. Need to downgrade from my Audi A3 Cabrio to a family car. Ooh. Struggling to make a choice on an affordable family car around 25 to 30K that I still love as I'm actually sad that I have to lose my convertible. Thanks, Ash. Keep the convertible. <laughs> okay. Thanks Sweet. for listening today. Yeah. Drop drop the roof. Put the kids straight in the back seat. Well, yeah. this has been interesting. So, she's got an Audi. Mm. A3. A3, what, A3. What did you have, Asha? You have A3? When I owned one? Yeah. I had an S3. S3. Yeah. yeah. So, so an A3. So an A3. So she knows she likes her good quality Euros. Cool. So we rate this chick. So on your Ash. <laughs> Can she look at, because you've just gone through this, Asher, mm-hmm. talk to us about the V60s, the Volvos. Volvo V60. Vagons. So Volvo V60s are super cheap. They're a station wagon. So if we're talking about family car, there's more than more than enough room for four adults plus a whole bunch of luggage and obviously, you know, kid seats and whatever. Long roof. Nice and long. It's a long car. It's a long boy. It's a station wagon. But I assume what you probably like about the A3 Cabrio, other than the fact it's a Cabrio, I mean, there's not really much you can do in terms of a family car that's also a Cabriolet. <laughs> it's sort of, you've got to have one. What's with that, that Land Rover one? No, not that one. <laughs> no, we don't do that. But I assume what you liked about the Audi is that one, yeah, quality of materials. Yeah. Um, Audi, you know, fit and finish is really nice. Low levels of like NVH, so it's not very noisy inside the car. The vibration on the freeway, not harsh or anything like that. And also those A3s generally have like a smaller turbocharged motor. So like it probably gets up and goes and, you know, feels good. Spirited drive. You can get a Volvo V60 from, you know, say 2012 to 2016, depending on how confident you are about buying a used car. (laughs) You can get anything like that um, that will have a similar level of fit and finish from anywhere like between 15,000, 20,000, 22,000 or so. In most cases, because, I mean, Volvo owners generally are a very particular type of person, in most cases they're really well looked after and they haven't been thrashed. Mm. And you still get to experience all those things you felt in the A3 other than the wind in your hair for a lot (laughs) less money. What about um, if you went to an Audi wagon? Mm Mm-hmm. Are we thinking that you probably, you know, you want a family car? The Volvos, they're a bigger for, wagon for, anyway. For 20 grand? Yeah. Audi wagons know. generally demand a premium. Yeah. So you, you go the And Volkswagen. they're not going to be as big as... So the Audi wagon, the Audi SUVs or the Audi wagons, they'll be the same as a Volkswagen, just without maybe power a seats. V- Volkswagen. Volkswagen. So that was going to say next is that a Golf of any type which you can also get in a wagon configuration from like 2016 onwards or something like that. Get a, get a Wolfberg uh, uh, golf wagon. Golf I, I guess I'm just assuming like if we want the family car, mm-hmm. we're not going a golf wagon. Well, because you want the room 
to put the pram in. The wagon is a longer wheelbase. It's bigger than... Yeah, but it's still a smaller car. I'm going to have to defend the Golf here because you can, you can fit a surprising amount of stuff in that if thing. She likes what about a Passat? But if she likes yeah. the A3, that's where she wants to be at. She probably doesn't want a pro, like a big mum bus. Do you reckon it's funny how like we actually don't heaps have any idea what we're talking about? No, we're just arguing our points for no <laughs> I have, reason. I have a very strong opinion. No, listen. Yeah. Listen to what I'm saying based on nothing. <laughs> Honestly, I would look at any sort of Volvo V60. If you don't like the styling or if it's if there's some sort of stigma around Volvo that you can't get over. Drive one. Bloody Volvo driver. No, just drive, drive one. one first. Drive See one first. Yeah, if it's enough to deter you, then that's good. If not, I would look at um, a Golf. Because essentially an A3 is a Golf. Mm. So they'll feel very similar. The quality of materials won't be there. It, unless it, you I mean, it's, it'd be the same engine. It would mm-hmm. be a very similar. I mean, it's going. It's the same platform, so the wheels are in the same spot. Everything's the same as a Golf. It's just that Audi spend a little bit more money on things like electric seats, um, a little bit more time in sound deadening, and yeah. a little bit better leather and stuff like that. The only other thing I'm going to throw in there is maybe the CX9. You get that Jap uh, cheapness and Master quality. CX9. Yeah, we're getting quite a bit larger though. Yeah, or the five CX five. Yeah. I mean, and then you can start looking at like if you're if you're an if and you're dare a I say dare I say Kluger as well. Well, Rav four, I would say. Yeah, they're not big. I love a Rav four. Do you? I would do one. Really? Yeah, I think they look real nice. Well, Chris and Beth just got the Kluger. They're huge. They're huge. That's the thing. Like the Rav four, and they got twins and two other kids. Yeah, that they got a four person family. If she's She's looking to get a mum car, going from an A3 to a Kluger. That's that's a big jump. That's a massive jump. Yeah, she might be keen on the jump. She might be keen. So I would say, if you like, if you really like your Audi, maybe stay in the Vag Group, Volkswagen Auto Group. Maybe look at a Tiguan. Tiguan, yeah. Yeah. Ma- maybe yeah, look I'll- at things like that. Um, don't go too old again with a Euro, like a Tiguan's. Again, with the Volkswagen Audi group, they're all the same platform. So parts for a Volkswagen Tiguan, very similar to golf parts. I would as love well. a two-rag. I would do a two-rag. They're, they're fun. One of the diesel V10 ones? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll blow as much black smoke as possible. Yeah. You want to tow a boat or a Boeing? <laughs> Both? I guess it's hard to know without knowing where Ashley lives as well. Like yeah. if having a big car just isn't on the cards because it's going to be too hard to just live with. Yeah. The 200 series cruiser <laughs> yeah. ain't happening. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm all about, if you like the A3. But it's like golf, anything. You just got to get in Volvo. a heap and drive them. Yeah. If you are unsure, if you're not sure what you're looking for, waste some people's time, especially a car dealer. <laughs> totally. Waste as much of their time as possible. Yeah. And go... <laughs> Test drive some cars and, you know, try not to get talked into anything. Keep firm on, I'm only test driving today, thank you. And go and test drive some and go, oh, actually, I really like this Volvo that Asher told me about. Don't buy it then and there. Go now and drive a Tiguan or something like that. And go, actually, I really like this now. And I think it's important to... so. I'm just going to make it clear that I'm, you know, I'm putting my stake in the ground, my flag, where I just, I'm so pro Volvo after owning one. <laughs> uh, the good thing about the, um, like the V60 and the S60, mm-hmm. you've got the options. If you want the straight six turbo, three liter, yeah. come to daddy type yeah. power, it's there. Yeah. Or you can go down to a four. 
Yeah. Or a five. Or a five. Or a five. Yeah. Like, yeah. the options are there. And, and like, it's all the same lounge inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, if you need the wind in your hair, a lot of them come with sunroof options. Like, you can try and get some of that experience. But the brute fact is that there's not going to be any cabriolet-type car yeah. that's also going to be... Mm. Well, that's, yeah, if you car. start to look at the top-level stuff as well, you can get, like, a big moonroof if you really want to open up that roof as well. Yeah. Yeah. We might leave it there. I want you listening. If you listen on Apple and you love what we're doing, hit us with a five-star review. And also, who can you forward this podcast to and yeah, show them? Maybe somebody's looking to buy a used car and we've touched on some subjects which you've already talked to them about. Maybe and someone you know has a Lamborghini that needs to be reviewed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Huracan? 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 Oh, right. I thought you were calling me something. No. <laughs> No, it's the Lamborghini. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, excuse oh. me. <laughs> uh, this is a family-friendly podcast. Maybe, maybe a Kuntash. Oh, Kuntash. Oh, seriously. Asha, you Kuntash. <laughs> the ultimate dream is to like get some sick cars to review for you out there. We will sell out for a Kuntash. I can be bought, everyone. I can be bought. I can also be bought. Can you be bought, Dirty Mike? I'm already here. I've already been bought I'm doing this podcast I can be bought for far less than Glenn <laughs> yeah. a lot less yeah so anyway there's a link in the show notes if you want to uh, send in a question uh, we don't have social media we don't have anything we've got a podcast send it to your friends share us on Instagram you can tag us individual if you want whatever uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun with this stuff we're gonna, we've got some episodes coming up uh, what to look out for when buying a uh, a second-hand car. Uh, we're going to talk with the mechanic. We're going to speak to someone high up at a motor vehicle company. Teaser. 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 Got a lot lined up, guys. Mr. Musk. <laughs> Look, Asher, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, I told Elon we'll keep his name. Oops. Oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And if, you, if you're still listening and it's this far in... And like we're not adding any value because I mean our reviews mean nothing. Finally, I hope your commute in your crap car has been slightly more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, see you guys. See ya. Peace.